This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Thursday, January 20th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. For those working remotely, the sick day may be gone. As the Omicron variant continues to cause disruptions, some remote workers are experiencing mild symptoms and are opting to work through it. Some figure that since they're not in the office posing a risk to others, they are taking the posture of, if I can work, I'll work. Catherine Dill, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for Americans' complicated relationship with taking time off. Thanks for joining us, Catherine. My pleasure. Let's talk about the sick day. It seems to be going by the wayside now, at least for remote workers in some cases. We're seeing all the disruptions, obviously, that's going on because of COVID-19 with this Omicron variant. What we're seeing is a, a lot of more milder infections, thankfully. You know, that's not across the board, but that's what we're finding out uh, is happening a lot of times. And uh, if you're working from home, you know, you're obviously already away from the office. You don't have to worry about infecting coworkers, things like that. So a lot of people are opting to just say, hey, you know, it's not so bad. I'll work through the day. Or even managers facing shortages are even asking their employees, if you can work, if you're not so sick, you know, maybe maybe hop on a few calls or a few meetings or something. So, Catherine, tell us uh, what's going on with the sick day right now. Certainly. Well, this is something we were seeing a little bit of before the pandemic. Folks had a few more options for if they were sick and it gave them a little bit of pause to think about coming in. And, you know, everybody's had that experience of sitting next to the person who's just like hacking away during the workday at their desk. But, you know, they're putting in their time. And so this was changing a little bit before the pandemic. But then with the onset of, of COVID, calling your boss and saying, I've tested positive for COVID was a way for some workers to actually be able to check out. Certainly, they were also feeling sick. But it was a way for folks to say, you know, like, I have to go back to bed. I have to rest. I need a sick day. With Omicron, what we're seeing is that lots of people are sick at the same time right now because of the extremely high case count. But many people, because of rising vaccination rates and boosters, are experiencing much, much milder cases. And that can still mean you feel ill, but it's not necessarily debilitating. And so we see lots of folks choosing to work through the day. You know, a few people we talked to said there's not much to do when you're an adult who's maybe, you know, isolated in part of your house away from your kids or your family. Um, Some people chose to work. Others felt pressure. And of course, a lot of employers, as you said, are facing worker shortages. So the incentive to continue plugging away is high. Now, we've talked a lot about this for a long time now. Americans have this weird relationship with working. Uh, You know, it becomes people identities. You feel like you have to work all the time. You know, this compared to other countries, let's say. And the Americans are notorious for not taking time off. I mean, I think uh, some of the stats that we have, a quarter of annual paid time off was left on the table for a lot of Americans. Sick days, too. Just people aren't taking all the available sick time that they have. And this is kind of a pre-pandemic thing, right? People would often just go to work, even though they had a mild cold or something, and just work through it. But this is that complicated relationship that we have with taking time off. 
You know, as you said, this is something that Americans are known for being really bad at. And it's true across the board on types of paid time off. You know, as you said, like Americans left a lot of vacation time on the table even before the pandemic. And certainly in 2020, we saw even more vacation go unused because there was also the thinking about like, well, what am I? I'm not supposed to go anywhere or do anything. It's not safe. So what am I going to do with this time off? But it's true also with sick time. We see Americans sort of reluctant to take discrete days that they have that are set aside for illness when they need them. I should caveat this by saying that lots of Americans do not receive paid sick days. So we are talking about folks who have the option and just aren't taking it. Yeah, I mean, that's an important distinction, right? People who have the option of having the paid sick time, people who have the option of remote work, you know, we there's a lot of uh, yeah. uh, people that don't have that luxury, obviously. And if they get sick, you know, the, the way current rules are set up, you know, you have to stay away from people so you don't get others infected. So definitely, you know, a very specific thing we're talking about. But what do uh, doctors and health experts say about even working at home while you're sick? I mean, you might not feel so bad, but the body does still need to rest, things like that. Yes, exactly. You know, the sense is, if this is something that's going to help you deal with, you know, if you feel well enough that working seems like an option that will help you fill your time while you're sitting out a, a quarantine, fine. But you do need time to recover, especially with some of like the Omicron variant. You know, we're seeing symptoms manifest sort of differently in different people. And the onset sometimes is a little bit later for some people. And so the medical consensus does seem to be, you know, like you need the time, you need the time to rest and recover. That being said, we talked to a lot of workers who felt that they had flexibility. You know, they could say, I got up in the morning and I felt pretty good. So I sent, you know, I sent some emails. Maybe I hopped on a call. Maybe I got a few things done. But then as my energy started to flag or I got dizzy or something like that, I just took a nap or, you know, I went to bed for the rest of the day or I, I had a rest. And so we, we see we see workers taking advantage of that sort of new, quote unquote, flexibility around yeah. this, too. And that's such an important thing, right? Because what if people are relying on you, then midday you do feel bad, you know, then it, it just causes all these other problems. It's like, well, you should have took the sick day to begin with. And, and you know, you spoke to a, a teacher, a substitute teacher um, who said, hey, we went to remote learning. I was sick. I said, let's do the classes anyways. We're remote. And uh, even by the end of his uh, session, you know, he said he was falling asleep on camera almost. So it still could be, you know, cause an issue with trying to work through the day without having to take the sick time. It's not ideal. Certainly, you know, this, this flexibility is more available to some workers than others. So like if you have an office job and some autonomy and you can sort of block out your time with things like sending emails or dipping in and out of a meeting or doing a quick check-in or something like that, this is going to work for you a lot better than for someone like the example in the story that the substitute teacher who was worried there wouldn't be anyone even to replace him and needed, he needed to be on Zoom all day teaching classes that flexibility is not going to be available to him in the way it would be to somebody with a different job. Well, just an interesting look at what's going on. You know, when the pandemic was happening, people were saying, hey, you know, this is a good thing that people are actually taking the time to take the sick time and get better. But now with the remote work and all this stuff, we're going back to our old ways, in a sense, by working through the day anyway. So we'll see how it all pans out. Catherine Dill, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Great to be here. Thanks. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.